The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, everybody, it is Friday, January 5th, 2024, and it is indeed a heck of a morning, or should I say heck of an afternoon, wherever you guys are watching and or listening. Thank you for joining us. We're live on YouTube for the first time. You can also hear the show in its entirety shortly thereafter on the MMA Fighting Podcasting Network. What's going on, everybody? I am Mike Heck. Thought we would try this out a little bit. We have... Like I said earlier, we have not done this live on YouTube. It's mostly been on Twitter, but no UFC this weekend, not a ton going on. So we figured, you know what? Let's try it. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if people dig it. I know a lot of people have been reaching out saying, when are you going to do it live on YouTube? So this will be the test. So if you want this to be a regular thing, let us know. Tell your friends, have them hop on. And if the numbers are good, then we're thinking about maybe adding this to sort of like the pay-per-view week schedule, maybe leading into the weigh-in shows. So it's all up to you. So I figured we'd give this a shot and and see how this all works out. So I appreciate you all checking the show out. A little bit later than normal, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Normally we go around 10 a.m. Eastern time, but this is what we do. So a lot going on. We're going to answer your questions. So if you have topics that you want to discuss, just throw them all in the chat. There have just been so much chatter, so many questions, so many thoughts about UFC 300. I feel like that is taking over the landscape right now. What's going to be the main event? Because for a while, we thought it was going to be Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler. We saw the first three pay-per-views have their main events announced. We got Strickland versus DDP coming up 
in about 15 days from right now at 297. We get Volkanovski to Poria. And then we have Sean O'Malley versus Cheeto Vera for UFC 299. So we figured once those fights were all made, it's got to be Connor versus Chandler, right? Connor McGregor comes out and says, nope, June 29th, International Fight Week. That's when this fight is happening. Chandler has pretty much mimicked those exact same sentiments. And now we're wondering, what are we going to do? What is going to be in that spot? There have been conversations. I know people have been reporting. Leon Edwards, Leon even said it himself, that Leon is hoping to fight on that card. He thinks he's going to fight on that card. Favorite is Bilal Muhammad as the opponent, which it should be. The guy has done everything he's really needed to do to earn a title shot. But is that UFC 300 main event worthy? My opinion, no. But it is the number, right? It's like WrestleMania. For me, I don't care what's on WrestleMania. I'm watching it. And I feel like maybe there's a part of the UFC that thinks that this is sort of like WrestleMania. Oh, there's a number 300 attached to it. We could just throw on a bunch of fights. doesn't really matter what the main event is going to be. People are just going to watch it anyways. I think you're playing with some fire there. Leon Bilal is, is a good fight. It's a high-level martial arts fight. Is it the banger you would expect at UFC 300? Probably not. So will that take place on the card? Seems like that's the direction they're heading. Is that going to be the main event? Don't really know. But what is going to be the main event? So pretty much we've been trying to just lay out what this UFC 300 card is going to look like. And honestly, I have no idea what it's going to look like, and nor do a lot of people. This is sort of the fight island of events. You can picture it. You can close your eyes and imagine what it might all look like. And maybe this will be the magical, let's put an octagon on the island that we expected Fight Island to be and not, man, we're just going back to Abu Dhabi like we've done before and just doing the same thing over again. Who knows? So is it going to be Leon Bilal? I don't know. Is it going to be something else? Not really sure. A lot of people think maybe they'll do the Alex Pereira-Israel Adesanya trilogy fight for the light heavyweight title on that card. At this point, it's all up in the air. We only have three fights announced right now. Aljamain Sterling versus Calvin Cater. We got Yuri Prohashka versus Alexander Rakic. We have Bo Nickel versus Cody Brundage. Dana White has said in a couple of IG lives over the last couple of days, he's going to announce more fights on Tuesday. Something tells me the main event is still not going to be announced by then. So I guess we could kind of just really lay out what you think UFC 300 should be. So yesterday, we were on BTL, and we were just kind of willy-nilly putting things together. My thought, this is kind of what I would do if we can't do Pereira versus Adesanya as the main event. Do, because it doesn't appear like Islam Makachev's going to be able to fight at UFC 300. There's Ramadan. He's a man of principle. So if he's going to do the Ramadan thing, which he will, he probably won't fight on that card. But he has said, I want to fight in March. Justin Gaethje has talked about March. My thought was, if we can't do Pereira Adesanya 3, why don't we do Makachev Gaethje at 299? Let's move O'Malley Cheeto to UFC 300. We could put that fight in the main event spot. We could still do Leon versus Bilal. And then maybe we'd throw Tom Aspinall in there against somebody else. Like Tom Aspinall versus Derek Lewis just to keep this guy busy. Do the interim title thing. If Tom wins, probably does it emphatically and very quickly. Builds his star power up a little bit more. And if Derek Lewis wins, it's just funny. And then we just sort of load up which is fun fights beyond that 
Will they do like a Jorge Mazadal Ben Askren type of thing? I honestly don't think Mazadal is going to fight in MMA. I don't think when he says he's unretired that he's coming back to the UFC to fight. I do think he's probably going to box against who I'm not really sure. We could probably rule Nate Diaz out. Dustin Poirier is pretty much done as much himself. So I think this is going to be a weird sort of build and a weird sort of lineup, but what is going to be on the top of it? So let's see what you all have to say here. Let's get into this thing. A lot of people are excited that we're on YouTube. So that's great. Keep Mike on YouTube. Uh, have you heard Drickus's thoughts on Sean's Theo Von Potter? No, I have not. Uh, who will be screening the questions? Me, just like I would do in general. Uh, if there's one element of the UFC product production you could make 2024 feel different, what would you change? Could be walkouts, press conferences, something smaller, or whatever. I just think you have to have more fun. The UFC, we joke around all the time saying that UFC doesn't stand for Ultimate Fighting Championship. It stands for Unfun Championship. They're just... It's just a wheel that keeps on spinning and it's just goes in the same motion and there's no fun and no changes. It's just all vanilla in a lot of ways. And then when something cool happens, we're like, yeah, this is awesome. Case in point, the whole Robbie Lawler thing. When Robbie Lawler comes out, knocks out Nico Price, he retires. They do this whole thing, this whole send off. And we're like, yes, this is what we know you are capable of doing. We love when they do that. We love when they do fun things. It just doesn't happen all that often. So I, I would say allow the fighters to share a little bit more of their personalities. Walkouts could be more fun. There's lots of things we could do. Make the posters more fun. Just be more fun. Just do fun stuff. And I think all of that will tie into the production. will tie into a lot of the stuff. As far as like the broadcast teams go, I mean, it's it's a spoil. They're spoiled when it comes to who they have on the microphone. I know not everyone loves Dominic Cruz. I know not everyone loves Michael Bisbing, but John Anik is one of the best play-by-play -play guys in all of sports. I'll actually be talking to him on Tuesday to get you all ready for 297. Brennan Fitzgerald's done a great job. John Gooden is maybe the most underrated broadcaster like on that entire roster right now. Laura Sanko's great. Paul Felder's great. The list goes on. DC, Joe Rogan. I mean, they're fixtures at this point, so... I wouldn't change like a ton in that aspect, but let's just have more fun. Let's just have a little bit more fun. And I think more fun, it, it will just show it. I think people will react to it better. Uh, Matt, Mike, what do you think about Henry Cejudo essentially saying champs should shut up and fight, not speak on feelings, i.e. Volk, Sean on the Theopod? I mean, look, we. I think we, I think we all know what Henry's trying to do. He's, Henry's got a YouTube channel. He wants to get views. So I think he takes, and, and I'm not blaming him for this because I know a lot of other people do this. It's how you get your channel over. It's how you get it to grow. Take the hot story of the day. You provide some takes. And if you're a fighter and you're trying to get headlines while you're not actually fighting, I know he's got to fight essentially on the books right now. But if you want to grow your platform, you take a topic that everybody's already talking about and then you put it your own spin on it and you're hopeful that sites like ours, sites like ESPN, et cetera, will take what you say and write it up because they're going to basically put it right towards your YouTube channel. So I think that's kind of what, what Henry's been doing. And I, I kind of feel the same way about this one. I don't really have an opinion on it. 
think you all know kind of how I feel about Henry Cejudo at this point. Uh, I'm glad he's he did actually fight last year. I'm glad he's fighting Marab Duelish, really. I'm super interested in that fight. Curious to see how it goes, but I'm curious to see where Henry goes if he loses this fight. Because, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for him. Joseph, could UFC 300 be great with multiple title fights? I know some people think Connor should headline that card. If he does, could the undercard for 300 be a good card with no champions defending? I Look, could the UFC come back out and say, listen, we heard the people. We heard what you had to say. Connor must headline UFC 300. It's our 10 pole event of the year. We got to stack this thing up. Let's put our, our biggest star on it. Could they do that? Sure. Do I think they will? No. We've been kind of talking about this for the last seven or eight months, talking about UFC 300. Is it going to be Connor? Or will the UFC play with fire like they typically do? And when they do play with fire, it somehow always works out for them, right? It has seemed to work out. Look at what they did with the middleweight division last year. Izzy Pereira have the rematch. Izzy gets the knockout of the year. The trilogy's right there. It's right there for us. Dana shows up at the press conference and says, now nah, I think Pereira's going to 205. A week later, Pereira says, yeah, I'm going to 205. Then we have a new rivalry for Izzy with DDP. And we're like, all right, now we can just do Izzy versus DDP. Now nah, we're going to book DDP in a fight with Robert Whitaker. And everyone's like, why? Why are we doing this? Just throw DDP in there. Now he's going to lose to Robert Whitaker. We might get Whitaker versus Adesanya again. And then DDP wins. And we're like, yes, now we're going to get it. It all worked out. But then DDP couldn't turn around quick enough. And, you know, we'll just, we have to have a Z fight on this card. So let's just throw him in there with Sean Strickland. Let's just throw him in there with Sean. There's no way he can lose Sean Strickland. And then Sean just beats up Israel Adesanya for 25 minutes. And now he's the middleweight champion of the world. Now he's on the other end of this rival with DDP instead of Izzy. It still worked out because Sean has gotten over. And now we've got another big fight on the horizon in the next 15 days or so. But you played with fire, and there's only so many times you could play with fire. We, we've been around Conor McGregor for so long at this point. If Conor says, I want to do this at this time, right now he might agree with it. Who knows? Tomorrow he could go on Twitter and be like, nah, thanks for the cheese. Again, I'm retiring unless you put me on the 300 card. Having said that, they're still putting him on the main, they're still putting him on International Fight Week. They're still putting him in a, on a big card. Yeah, we have to wait a little bit longer, but now the UFC believes they can get two big bites of the apple. A couple of big pay-per-view buys. You know McGregor's doing a million. 300 will do close to a million, depending on what the card looks like. So I do think this is going to be a multiple title fight card. I do think we'll get Leon Bilal. I don't know if it's going to be the main event. I kind of hope it isn't. kind of hope it's the co-main event. And then... What do you do with the other title fights? Not really sure. Like I like I said before, I like the Islam Makachev, Justin Gaethje fight happening in March. Do that. Let's move O'Malley Cheeto to 300. Sean's one of your guys that you're trying to really build up. I think him getting the 300 rub would be a really smart decision by the UFC to get him over a little bit more, especially if he's not the pay-per-view draw that many believe he could be if you heard what Aljamain Sterling's been saying lately. So I don't know what they're going to do. I know Ariel's talked about the UFC maybe pulling a rabbit out of their hat. What that rabbit is, I have no idea. Could it be a name from the past? Sure. Could it be a fight that we wanted long ago that we never got? Perhaps. I don't know. It's all just looking kind of weird right now. Uh, how will the UFC handle O'Malley getting KO'd by Vera and spin that narrative? I mean, I don't, 
I don't think they really need to spin anything. They could just say, look, Sean's really young. He'll come back. He came back from the first one. Remember the, a lot of, a lot of fans don't, they know that Marlon Vera beat Sean O'Malley, but a lot of fans are newer. They came in during the pandemic and they missed all of that. They missed the, or some people missed the O'Malley Cheeto fight and, and how, how that all played out and the fallout of all of that. Uh, some people came in a little bit later in the game. Sean bounced right back. I mean, they gave him the right matchups, and then he goes in there and has the fight with Piotr Jan. Whether you thought he won or not, he performed his ass off. He fought great. And then he goes and wins the belt. So if he loses to Cheeto, like, the way the UFC probably looks at it is, all right, well, Cheeto's really st is a good fighter. He's just a really tough matchup for Sean. We just need to find somebody to take the belt off of Cheeto, and then we can throw Sean right back in there. So... I don't think they'll really try to spin anything. I just I think you just have to play it out a little bit more. Give him a, give Sean a matchup. You, you probably think he can win. And then get him right back in there. Uh, Francis rematches Fury and beats him. Does Dana get forced by Dizzy to cross-promote the Jones versus Ngannou super fight? No, probably not. I don't think Dana is going to be forced to do anything. You have to remember this TV deal is coming up, end of 2025. I don't th really think ESPN is going to be in a position to be like, "Hey, do this now. You have to do it." No, I think ESPN is going to want to stay on the the UFC's good side to at least be part of this massive TV deal. I mean, this I don't I don't know if people actually understand how lucrative this TV deal is going to be. When it comes up, it's going to be massive. There's already like Wall Street experts and like television distribution experts out there that are saying, I mean, you think the deal they have right now is big? Wait till you see the amount of money they're going to get for this next one. Now they're tied in the same promotion and that's in the same family as WWE who, I mean, we just saw some of the deals they're signing. We saw some of the deals they're signing with for NXT and for SmackDown and Raw, like, I mean, geez, so much money. Just so much money. So, and I think ESPN wants to stay in the UFC business. Yes, I know they have PFL as part of the portfolio as well, but I think this is more of just, this is just a smart move by ESPN to stay, because you. I think we all view PFL the same. That Don Davis is just saying a bunch of stuff, this whole co-leader thing. I don't think any of us really believe it, but ESPN's probably buying super low on PFL right now. And for some reason, if Don Davis is correct and they become an actual threat to the UFC and become the quote unquote co-leader, then they bought super low on it and got a huge return on their investment. I don't think, I just think it's a smart move. Now, does this mean that they're going to be parting ways with the UFC? I highly doubt it. I think they're going to want to stay in the UFC business as long as they financially are viable to do so. But yeah, that's where we're at here. Uh, I assume we're talking about three, 300 fights. Uh, are there any of those main card? They haven't said, I'd say maybe Yuri Rakic could be, but it wouldn't shock me if neither of those fights are on the main card. Who will get a light heavyweight title shot first? Israel Adesanya, Jamal Hill, or the winner of Ankoliath Walker? Man, that's a good question. It's a good question. 
I want to, man. Adesanya is the wild card here. I don't think Ankalaev Walker is the answer. I do, because I think Ankalaev's going to beat Johnny Walker, and I think the UFC is going to avoid Ankalaev fighting for the belt as long as they possibly can. I'll say Jamal Hill, but who knows? Like, they could do Alex versus Izzy at 300 for the light heavyweight title. That wouldn't shock me. But other than that, it's probably Jamal Hill. As of right now. Now, Johnny Walker goes out and obliterates Magomed Ankalaev. That could change things, but yeah. Uh, Diaz versus Masvidal too. I don't think we're going to see that in MMA. I talked about this on the show yesterday. And I have no insight to this whatsoever. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose my words very, very carefully here. I literally have no insight to this whatsoever. I have not talked to anybody in the know about any of this. My hunch and my guess, and this is all opinion. This is all what I think could happen without. So I don't want people to be like, oh, Mike, heck, say this. I think Mazadal is going to box. I don't think the UFC is going to let him go to BKFC and fight Mike Perry. I don't think they're going to let him do bare knuckle MMA. I don't think they're going to let him do MMA at all. But if they do another game bread boxing card, which I'm hearing they're going to do. And when they do these game bread boxing cards, they are chock full of big names. My hunch is we're going to see this fight in boxing. If I'm Nate, why not? Go in there, take this fight, make a whole bunch of money. Things going to sell. Like it really is going to sell. People are going to buy Mazadal Diaz in a boxing match. And as I've been saying for a while, I said it during the break. I There's not a lot of things that the UFC could announce. Like I will react to some of these 300 announcements. And if this rabbit out of the hat contains like names we haven't seen in a while, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's that's freaking crazy or that's cool. There's not a lot that will actually totally shock me at this point. But as I've said on Twitter a few times, Nate Diaz fighting at UFC 300 would legitimately shock me. I would be shocked if that happened. Just knowing the landscape, he's been trying for all this time to escape the UFC, to get out of that contract and see what else is out there for him. It's been, what, just over a year now since he's done that? He boxed Jake Paul. I was at that fight. There was not an empty seat in that building at all. He made a whole shitload of money fighting Jake Paul. I think he knows that he can make that much money or more than he made with the UFC doing any sort of discipline fighting anybody at all. So there's a lot of green grass for, for Nate Diaz in multiple ways, if we're being honest, but... I don't think that fight's happening at 300. Could they box? Could we see a boxing match between those two guys? Again, no insight, but wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, what is it about the heavyweight division that the UFC often finds itself at odds with its champions? From Tommy Aspinall now to champs like Francis and Randy in the past. I don't know. I don't know if they're at odds with Tom Aspinall. I think we all agreed when they made the Aspinall-Pavlovich interim title fight that it was super dumb. Like, we're just throwing titles on fights for no reason. Um. Yeah. So I don't think he's really at odds there. And plus, like, for a long time, when you think of heavyweight champion of the world. You think baddest man on the planet for a long time. Heavyweight champion was always the biggest draw. It's not really like that anymore, but John Jones is the champion. And for a guy like Tom Aspinall, who was the interim champion, the guy that everybody wants to see fight John right now, not Stipe. Nobody wants to see John Jones fight Stipe. So Tom goes on that Twitter rant yesterday. And you know what? I'm with everything he said. He's not wrong. There's not one thing he said that was wrong. Not one. Not one. He should be fighting John Jones. That should be the fight. That's the one everybody wants to see. The appetite for John Jones versus Stipe is like none right now. I have zero interest in that fight. You could still do it. Fine. Like if you want to do that fight, fine. If it's going to be John's final fight, fine. If it's going to be Stipe's final fight, fine. Do it. But take the belt off John. Him and Stipe could just fight each other. And then Tom could be the actual champion and he can go fight somebody else. So I get exactly where he's coming from. I don't think there there's like a divide. I don't think Aspinall and the UFC are at odds right now. But if you're Tom Aspinall, he's doing exactly what he should be doing. He should be calling for the John Jones fight. That's the one. That's the fight. Uh, excited to fight Ma- for Mazadal to fight Leon at 300, not for the title, but for a bench bad blood fight. Again, I don't think it happens. But... I think it would look, and I don't want this to seem like, oh, you're just shitting on Blah Muhammad. It is unequivocal, even with Mazadal's current losing streak right now, that Leon Edwards versus Jorge Mazadal does infinitely better 
gate in pay-per-view wise than Leon versus Bilal. And it's not even, this is not even a conversation. But again, I'd be shocked if Mazadal's next fight is in MMA or even at UFC 300. What else we got? Uh, what does it mean if McGregor beats Chandler? What does that landscape look like? Love the show. Keep it going every pay-per-view week. Oh, God. I think we all know what the landscape looks like if, if Connor beats Michael Chandler. It's whatever the man wants. If he wants to go fight for the belt, then he's going to go fight for the belt. Um, yeah, he's going to fight for some sort of belt if he beats Michael Chandler. That is it's a pretty smart bet. I would guess it's literally whatever he wants. If he wants to go fight Poirier again, he can fight Poirier again. If he can learn Nate back, he'll learn Nate back. Uh, Bilal's Ramadan too. Yes, but Bilal fight has fought during Ramadan before. And I think he would, if, if it's for the belt, I think he would, he would fight for the belt. I think Bilal understands the position he's in. If they call and say, Hey, this is your chance. You could fight at UFC 300 for the title. I don't think Bilal can't say no. He cannot say no. Otherwise, he's not getting the title shot. He's going to lose it to Shafkat, or he's going to have to fight Shafkat. Whatever, whatever date is sent Bilal's way, he cannot say no to it. So, yeah, I don't think Ramadan's going to affect him at all. Uh, I don't care who headlines 300, but I want something special like the return of a Lesnar, Rousey, or a Diaz. Lesnar versus DC would be super fun. Like, if they could pull that off, I hashtag would watch. Rousey, I think, would be interesting because I think if she approaches this the right way, then her legacy looks a lot different. And I think people look at her differently because the way it ended was just, was just really bad. It was really bad. The whole buildup to the home fight, her just getting ethered by Holly just being really super negative about it and being just a bad loser in the situation and then returning to fight Amanda Nunes when there were other worthy contenders. I mean, there's an opportunity to get Amanda over a little bit, but just no media, no nothing. I mean, she just looked pouty and it was just bad, like all of it. And then she was just quiet and then just, you know, shows up at the Royal Rumble and signs a WWE contract. You know, Ronda's a mom now, and she's she's grown up. She's learned a little bit more how to become a star and carry herself like a star. And I think she understands more and more now that, you know, there's a lot that comes with that. You are your role model. You're looked up to. And maybe her relationship with MMA and the MMA media and however she looks at this sport a little contentious, but I think it would be good for Rhonda to come back and, and do the damn thing. And I know it might get some eye rolls because people just hear sort of the negative stories about how her run ended, but she comes back and like handles it all well with a smile on her face. Look, I want to show my daughters. I want to show my children. I want to show all the young kids out there that, you know, when the chips are down, you can never say never. You can always turn turn things around. You can always turn your legacy around. And then if she goes in there, win or lose, and just has a, a good attitude about it and then puts her opponent over in a loss and walks away, I think people look at her a lot differently. So I think it would be pretty cool if we could get Ronda back. And I don't think the newer crop of fans understand 
how big of a star Ronda Rousey was. I mean, she's one of the most, she's one of the four or five most important people in the history of the sport. Like, that's how big she was. There may, we, we may not have women fight women MMA in the UFC at all if there was no Ronda Rousey. So that'd be pretty cool. They could pull that off. Diaz, I don't think we're going to get Nate. Yeah. We're not going to get Nate. Could we get Nick? Maybe, but what's the appetite to see Nick fight? I don't know. Uh, let's see. I think Chandler beats Islam. Wow. Dude is strong, hits like a truck, can wrestle his butt off. Islam already showed small guys giving problems. Chandler's going to be a big problem. Be an interesting matchup, but I don't know. I wouldn't pick Chandler to win that fight. Excited for Bilal to not get the title fight after Liam. Uh, you really want to see this uh, this Leon Mazadal fight. What fight will headline the Saudi Arabia card? Surely they need something good with the cash being shelled out. Now, I don't know. It's a great question. Could that be the spot they put Islam versus Gaethje? Wouldn't shock me. But honestly, I have no idea. I, I mean, I'm, I don't even, like, I'm trying to think what's even been announced for that card. Let's pull it up real quick. Let's do this together, shall we? March 2nd. Uh, Eric Anders versus Jamie Pickett and Alex Perez, Muhammad Makayev. Those are the only two fights announced for that card right now. Oof. It's tough. <laughs> it's pretty tough. We need to build that thing up. Could we get a title fight? Wouldn't surprise me. It would probably have to be Islam if they're going to go that route. If Islam wants to fight on that card, they're going to put him on it. Uh, the longer you make Islam wait, the lower the chances are that he fights in Abu Dhabi, which is where you would want him anyway. So there you go. Uh, maybe Dominic Cruz could fight at UFC 300. Maybe he could. Maybe he could. Who would he fight? That's the question. What else we got? Who cares what Cejudo has to say? Uh, Brian Stan and Jimmy Smith are better than most of them. I guess two very underrated broadcasters. Brian Stan was incredible. Uh, Scott, I'd rather see uh, Benoit Santini, Dustin Poirier, UFC 300, but what about Poirier versus Felder? Would that work? Sure. Sure. You could do Jim Miller versus Paul Felder. There's a lot of ways you can go with this. People kept, people keep forgetting about Paul Felder in this in these discussions. Mighty Mouse or Henry Cejudo YouTube channel, which one are you taking? I like Mighty Mouse. Uh, not a hot take, but Team Dana cares more about the event at the Spear than UFC 300. I mean, it seemed like that's that's what he was like last year. I mean, when when Dana was asked about UFC 300 at all during 2023, he became Bill Belichick. Yeah, I'm only thinking about UFC Vegas 79. Oh, I'm only thinking about 
what goes on this Saturday. I'm only thinking about next Saturday. I'm only thinking about my power slap event on Rumble. Tune in Thursday nights at blah, blah, blah. So, but yeah, the spear, he's all over that. Uh, Matt, do you think star power in the UFC overall is dying? And is the UFC starting to rely on the established value of the brand over the quality of shows? There's been a large turnover of talent. Yeah, they've been they've been doing that since they signed this deal with ESPN. They just they're just obligated to put on cards. And there's a reason we're still going to the Apex 17, 18 times a year. They just gotta put something together that is put on the ESPN family of broadcast networks. Whether it's plus or you know one of the other networks, you just got to put something out there. So yeah, card quality has suffered tremendously. There's just too many fight cards. There's just too many. It's too many, in my opinion. So yeah, and they have not been great at building stars. They're they're close on a couple of people. They're close on a couple. They're close on Pereira, I think. They're close, obviously close on O'Malley. Cheeto, I think, is right there as well. They have like four or five, six fighters that are real close that could get there, but it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. Uh, what's one fight you're looking forward to the most in 2024? Give us something spicy. I don't think this is really spicy, but uh, the rematch. The rematch we've all been waiting for. The rematch for the UFC, but this time it'll be for the UFC lightweight title. Islam Makachev versus not Charles Oliveira versus Armin Sarukian, baby. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Almeida versus Draymond Green, UFC 300. There you go. Let's see, Alex, with the guaranteed money in the ESPN deal, could it be that the UFC just doesn't care as much about putting on huge shows anymore at the bottom? Exactly. They don't. They're wiping tears away with $1,000 bills. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. Hey, Mike, thanks for doing the YouTube Live. Max Holloway implied he's itching for a fight. Shouldn't the UFC get him on 300? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Put Max on 300. Put Max anywhere. I don't care. I know Josh Emmett called for that fight. Fine. Do you do Max Poirier again? I mean, is anyone going to be mad about that? I threw out Max versus Jim Miller a long time ago. Like, move Max up to 55, just have him fight Jim Miller at 300. Like, is anyone going to be mad about that? I think I said that like a year and a half ago. I'm just trying to look at, like, the landscape at featherweight. I mean, who would he fight? Like, Cater's already fighting Sterling. Like, Holloway Sterling would have been a pretty good 300 fight. Ilya's fighting for the belt. Yair's fighting Ortega in Mexico City. Emmett wants the fight. Allen's fighting Evloyev. Evloyev's fighting Allen. Giga's hurt. Bryce Mitchell just got brutally knocked out. Edson Barboza, Max Holloway? That'd be pretty friggin' fun. I mean, I don't hate that at all. Throw that on there. I'm in. Misha versus Rousey happening. Wouldn't hate it. 
Thoughts on Zabit making a return to 300? Be stunned. That'd be one of the shocking ones. Jed's, it's not like UFC 300 sneaks up on you as the quote of the year. He's, tr it's, he's not wrong. He's absolutely not wrong. Ferguson, Habib at 300? Jeez, can you imagine that? Maybe Cruz Aldo for UFC 300? Seems like Aldo's happy boxing now. Man, there's a lot of questions here. Does Aljo go back to 135 after he gets destroyed by Calvin Cater? Wow. That's destroyed is quite the, quite the word. I like the fight. Like I was saying, I even said on, on to the next one after Sterling lost to O'Malley, like he should go all in on Max. And I think he tried to do that, but it was too late. It was too late because he kept saying, oh, give me the rematch of Sean when everybody knew there was zero chance he was getting that fight and there's zero chance he will ever get the chance to fight Sean O'Malley again unless Aljamain wins the featherweight title. That's the only chance he will ever, ever have to fight Sean O'Malley again. Sean ain't going to fight him unless it's for that second title. So, yes. Will he go back to 35? Probably not. I like this fight, though. I really do. Cater's, Cater's going to be a tough one for him, man. I really like the matchmaking. I think if you're not going to do Holloway, this is the right fight. I like it. Uh, Dana wants the winner of Strickland DDP to fight Izzy at 300. That'll be in the main event. Again, you're playing with fire. You're playing with fire. Like, what if Strickland DDP have a 25-minute war? Who's more likely to turn around in two and a half months? It's Strickland. It's not DDP. I mean, DDP wiped the floor with Robert Whitaker. Just ran him over and couldn't turn around to fight Izzy. You really want to play with fire like that again? I don't know. I think, again, you're... you're you're taking a, a lot of risks here. You're taking a lot of risks. Is there a realistic fight you could hype for UFC 300 right now? I'm struggling to think of one. I mean, we'll find out more. I, I At this point, I really don't know. I would like to see... You know, it'd be if we're going to build this card, I like what we did on BTL yesterday. Makachev Gaethje's the new 299 main event. The new 300 main event or the 300 main event is Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera 2. We cap off that rivalry. We pay that shit off. Co-main event, Tom Aspinall versus Derek Lewis for the interim heavyweight title because that's just going to be fun as hell. Leon versus Bilal on the card. Is it the featured fight? Is it the second fight on the main card a la Jose Aldo Frankie Edgar from UFC 200? Not really sure. I would do Armin Sarukian versus Charles Oliveira, UFC 300. That would be my main card opener. That's how I'm opening up the main card. And then the featured fight, so I'd do Sarukian, Oliveira. I would do Edwards, Bilal. The third fight would be whatever rabbit is out of their hat. So if it's going to be Brock DC or not that I think Mazadal is going to fight in MMA for his next fight, Askren Mazadal too. Like something, whatever big name, you have this rabbit that they're pulling out of the hat, 
That's the featured bout. We go into Tom Aspinall, Derek Lewis, which is just going to be fun. And then we go into Cheeto versus Vera, or uh, excuse me, Sugar versus Cheeto in the main event. Like, that's fun. That's a fun main card right there. And then you still have all those other fights and whatever else we're going to get too. Probably going to get Felder. We'll get Jim Miller. Those are prelim fighters. But no disrespect. I mean, freaking Aljamain Sterling is going to be a prelim fighter more than likely on this card. So I like that, that lineup right there. It's pretty damn good. Mazadal is going to box Jake Paul. I don't think so. I don't think so. What else we got? What else we got? Will one go under this year? It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Is Nick Diaz the rabbit in the hat? I don't know. Like, tell me, do you want to see Nick Diaz fight? Do you? I'm not saying, like, I'm not asking this to be a, a prick. I'm asking honestly. This is, I mean, this is your show. We're answering your questions. We're getting your thoughts, especially on Fridays. We turn this all over to you guys. Do you want to see, you know what? Let's get crazy here. Let's get crazy. You know what? I'm going to be AK. I'm going to be AK. I'm going to put up a poll. I'm going to do the poll thing. Boom. Do you want to see Nick Diaz fight at UFC 300? Boom. There you go. Pulls up. You let me know. Do you want to see Nick Diaz fight at UFC 300? And if so, like, who's he going to fight? Do we do the Tony Ferguson fight? Do we do... Who, like, who does Nick Diaz fight? Someone suggested yesterday that they do Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva. We do the rematch. Does anybody want to see that again? Does anybody want to see that again? Uh, no RDA at 300. Yes, he's already booked. So far, not going well for the Nick Diaz fans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Haven't you guys noticed that boxing's slowly moving towards best versus best while UFC is moving towards path boxing was on for the last 10 years? The weird decision to mismatches, Colby, title shot, et cetera. Guys, the UFC has been doing this forever. They've been doing this forever. This is not new. This is not new where the, the bigger name gets the fight. It's not new. It's not new. Case in point, Michael Bisbing beats Luke Rockhold to become the middleweight champion in the world. Who's his first title defense against? Who does he defend the title against first? Is it Robert Whitaker? Was it Yoel Romero? No, he fought Dan Henderson. 
He fought Dan Henderson. And then he fought George St. Pierre. They've been doing this forever. This is not new. This is not new. It's about making money. That's why they were able to sell the company in 2016 for $4 billion. That's why they use Habib Nurmagomedov as a pawn so that Eddie Alvarez and Conor McGregor would fight each other at UFC 205. Like, they've been doing this forever. Forever. So far, the, the Nick Diaz poll, uh, not going well. Do you want to see Nick Diaz fight at UFC 300 right now? 76% say no. What else we got? What else we got? We literally just had pound for pound one versus two, <laughs> which is true. We had it twice. We did it twice last year. I hope we don't see these champ versus champ fights at all next this year. I hope we go the full, I hope we go the whole year without a champ versus champ fight. I don't think we're going to get that lucky. But I would love to see that happen. Leon minus 400 versus Blanc. I don't know. There's no chance. There's no chance. <laughs> I hope Leon pokes Blanc in the eye again. <laughs> no contest and Blanc to fight four more top 10 guys. Golly, that's funny. Uh, didn't Bo Nichols say he would retire if he's ever added on the prelims and now he's on the early prelims of 300 is going to retire? No. No. Bo will just be happy to be on this card. I think he's... I think he's kind of changed his thoughts on a lot of things. Ronda win last two minutes in any fight. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, honestly. Look at the division she's fighting in. Amanda's not there anymore. Now, my, will Myra Bueno Silva be a, kind of a tough one for her? Yeah, that'd be a tough one. But if, if they booked Juliana Pena versus Ronda Rousey right now, like if they booked that for UFC 300 for like the baddest, baddest woman on the planet title, they just put, would you, you would confidently go to the betting window and place thousands of dollars on Juliana Pena? You wouldn't think about Ronda? Against Pena? You wouldn't think about Ronda against Pennington? Or Misha or Holm? You wouldn't even consider it? I don't know if that's true. Ronda won't be fighting at 300. Who the hell knows? Oh, no. Uh, Dustin needs to be on 300. Who's, she, who's he going to fight? You do Jim Miller, Dustin? I'm cool with that. Do you do him and Colby? I mean, that's the biggest fight he can actually get right now. He just, I mean, it, it just is. Unless, unless the UFC goes with Islam versus Oliveira instead of Gaethje, then I guess Poirier's best option would be to fight Sarukian. Other than that, like, he ain't getting Nate. He ain't getting, like, he just isn't getting those fights. He, he's just not. So. Surukian versus Poirier. Yeah, look, we could do that. But. That's only if, like, Oliveira, it should be Surukian versus Oliveira. That's the fight I want to see. 
Uh, Mike, reflecting on 2023, what's one or more things from your work in MMA Media you're thankful for? The watch party, for sure. Love doing that. Um, I got to hit the road a little bit this year. It was for Jake. Both were for Jake Paul fights. Oh, no, I did You do um, boots on the ground for 292, at least for the fight week stuff. That that whole week, 292 was perfect. Like that is like that's the dream. That's exactly what I would want. Pay-per-view weeks, just do media day, press conference, weigh-in days, and then leave the day of the fights and go to New York for the watch party. Absolutely perfect. It's exactly what I would want. It's exactly what I would want. But yeah, it was cool to, to to go cover an event in Boston. That was that was badass. Always enjoy that. Chandler would do better against Islam than Gaethje. I mean, this is why we had the fights, right? Felder versus Miller at 300 million speculation. I like it. I like it. Tom versus Cyril for UFC 300 or UFC in UK. I don't think Cyril Gaon has done himself any favors at all. I think after that last win, he should have had a name ready to go. I think he no-sold Tom Aspinall. And I think in hindsight, he should have been a little smarter about that. Probably should have went all in on good old Tommy Aspinall. But he didn't. He didn't. So... Could they could they wait? I don't know. I mean, if Leon's going to fight at 300, then Tom probably should as well. At least that's the way I would look at it, but I kind of feel like Cyril's going to have to fight somebody else. BSD hasn't earned the diamond card yet. Nah, I'd like to see him fight Dan Hooker. Somebody like that next. Hamza versus Poetan for the belt? No. Too soon. What golf clubs are you playing with right now? Uh, I just bought a new set of Callaways uh, that I'm pretty happy with. I bought some irons, bought a new driver, bought a new three wood. Been pretty happy with that. Uh, the poll so far. Do you want to see Nick Diaz fight a UFC 300? 72% say no. They say no. What else we got? Do, do, do. Tatiana Suarez. We got a Tatiana Suarez fan. Let's see what happens with her this year. Tristan. Mike, has it been officially announced that Shafkat is getting ankle surgery in the timeline of how long he'll be out as well as his recovery time? No. From what I understand, um, Shafkat's name was in the mix for UFC 300. Maybe that's why it, they would go below or maybe not. I don't know. But it seems like he was pretty banged up. So I think he's going to need a little bit of time. And if I'm Shafkat, just... Uh, if I'm Shafkat, I'd just wait and see, man. I think he should get the winner no matter what. So... What about Hamza for 300? Maybe. I know he's talking about 
you know, posted about that, him being sick and stuff. That was, that looked pretty, pretty awful. He's got to get healthy. I don't want to see Hamza back until he's like a hundred percent. I mean, I guess you're never really a hundred percent when you fight, but as close as you can be. Max versus Emmett. Look, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. What's your pick for Alger versus Cater? Shit. I gotta think about that. A little too soon for that one. A little too soon for that one. Let's see. Pereira versus Hill. Edwards versus Bilal. Grasso versus Wei Li. Adesanya versus Shamayev. Oliver versus Rukian. Are we talking about this, this 300 lineup? Jamal Hill is not fighting at 300. No fucking chance. There's just no chance. With that injury, I mean, he would be... In, he's not a human being if he's back at UFC 300. He's not. I would love that fight. I would love for that fight to be the main event, though. If we could somehow magically heal Hill's Achilles to the point where he could fight at 300 to fight Alex Pereira, I'm all over that. Adesanya Shamayev would be would be would be a good one. Oliver Sarukian, love that. Grasso versus Whaley, I don't love. I don't love it. I I just again. The champ versus champ fights, we don't... Like, this one, we don't need at all. We do not need this fight. Grasso has... Grasso has contenders to fight for the next three years right now. She is set. She doesn't have to worry about next woman up. She could start with Valentina again, because there's no ending to that rivalry yet. We got Blanchfield and Fioro. She's going to have to fight one of them. She's going to have to fight Aaron Blanchfield. And I'm telling you what, when Aaron Blanchfield fights any of these women... Title or no title, I'm picking her to win. So I think she's going to be the champion. She's got plenty. And then we got plenty of other fighters on the way up. Zhang also has people to fight. She's got Yan Jonan. She's got Tatiana Suarez. She's got she's got options. She's got options. Do I want to see this someday? Yes. Do I want to see it now? No. We don't need to see it now. Zhang has defended the belt once since she regained it. Grasso has not. I mean, she has, I guess, successfully defended the belt because it was a draw, but she does not have a win as champion yet. Like, I think we need to slow our rolls here on just putting champ versus champ fights together willy-nilly. What else we got? If Ortega loses versus Yair, will he finally be pulled from the top five? Probably. Max for BMF belt. God. Anyone who has listened to on to the next one over the years, Max Holloway versus Justin Gaethje is the fight I want to see more than anything. But if I'm Justin Gaethje, I ain't touching that shit. I'm waiting for my title shot. What else we got? We got an Aljo by decision pick. Let's see. Middleweight champ versus Adesanya. Aspinall versus Gon. I don't think Gon's going to get title shot. Edwards versus Bilal. Oliver Sarukian. Usman versus Shafkat. Yuri Rakic. Figgy Cody. Holm Tate. Aljo Cater. Turner BSD. Miller Felder. Bo versus Brunage. It's pretty good. I want Pereira on this card, though. I really do. 
New England versus New York. Let's go. Please. Please. I thought, yeah, I know we're talking about uh, algebra skater, but honestly, honestly, for the world of professional football, please, New York Jets, beat the Patriots. Beat them. Beat them into submission. I don't want to win on Sunday. Please, just kick our ass. I'm cool. What else we got? Another Shafkot versus Usman pick. All right. How about this lineup? Pereira Hill, Edwards Ball. I think we already did this one. Uh, Jamal Hill is not fighting at 300. What about Brock Lesnar versus Dom Asphodel? Dude, yes. Okay. I'd like to see Asphodel fight on that card. Poor idea is not going to happen. Uh, what are Mike's thoughts on the rumored report that Marvin Vittori versus Brendan Allen will main event April 6th at the Apex? Well, it's not a rumored report. It's legit. Uh, that is your main event. April 6th at the Apex. Uh, ought no point for me. It's a middleweighty, middleweight Apex main event. That's what it is. Um, it's a good next step for Brendan Allen, and I think even if he wins... He's probably got a lot of work still to do before he gets to a title fight. He's probably going to have to win two or three more. He's going to be in the same kind of position that Bilal Muhammad is in, unfortunately, because middleweight has become one of the more fascinating divisions in the sport right now. And as good as Brennan Allen has looked in terms of like star power and like who people actually want to see, Brennan's not really on the top of that list right now. So I think his his road to the belt is going to be a long road. <laughs> How do you feel about DC versus Lesnar? Any chance that hell it happens? God, I would love it. I would love it. We didn't, we we're so close. It seemed like we we're so close to getting that fight. Remember they had the run-in and Lesnar shoved DC and all that happened? Like, God, that's, God, that'd be fun. Like, that's a 300 fight. That's a 300 fight. Love that idea. Which fight night prior to UFC 300 are you most looking forward to? Ankalaev Walker 2, Delidze Imovov, Hermanson Pfeiffer, Moreno Abazi, Blanchfield Fioro, Vittori Allen. I mean, I'll go Moreno Abazi. I think that fight, I think that just their return to Mexico is just going to be incredibly fun. I love the Moreno Abazi fight. I like the Yair Ortega fight. Like those two fights alone, it's almost like it just gives you the win. Uh, what are the odds Habib comes back for 300 plus 500 million? Nick Diaz versus Carlos Condit out of retirement. That's interesting. I don't think it'd be a great fight, but that's interesting. My only only one thinks Bilal and Leon won't be as bad as everyone says. Look, it's going to be a fine fight. It's going to be a competitive matchup, but it just it doesn't scream 300. Like, this is not going to be a fight of the year contender. I'm not saying that every title fight has to be a fight of the year contender, 
But when you look at UFC 300 and you think about where the UFC started at UFC one, and now you get this tent pole historic round number event, you don't think of Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad as the final fight of UFC 300. You just don't. UFC 100, we got Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir. You had the, at the time, the biggest star in the sport. And in the co-main event was the second biggest star in the sport. We had Brock Lesnar in the main event and we had George St. Pierre in the co-main event. UFC 200, the original plan, we're going to get Connor Nate too. Connor said, nah, dude, pay me more. And Nate said, okay, respect Connor, pay him more. Then you have to pay me more. And then we got John Jones DC two on the card. And then Jones tests positive. We get DC fighting Anderson Silva instead. So we get Misha Tate against Amanda Nunes as the main event. That's just kind of what happened. We also got Brock Lesnar on that card. That Brock Lesnar did the heavy lifting because of his star power from 100 and 200. Is Brock going to do the heavy lifting again? Probably not. I don't know. It just doesn't... That just doesn't scream 300 to me. It just doesn't. What else we have here? Wait, RDA is booked? Yes, RDA is booked. Let me look it up real quick. He's fighting Matush Gamrot. Um, at 299 in Miami. It was either 298 or 299. Get super chats going. I don't know how to do any of that shit. Maybe. So the line, oh, the line has already dropped. No shit. All right. I might actually make a bet on Bilal Muhammad if he could believe that. I want to see Brian Battle back into the top, uh, break into the top 15. He could. He's been looking real good. A lot of Zabit at 300 talk. Nick Diaz versus Colby Covington. Really? Do you really want to see that? Dustin versus Colby. Was there any truth to Asadol Pereira? Not that I had heard. That's just what, like, why would, why would Pereira go up to heavyweight to fight for a heavyweight title that isn't the actual heavyweight title? Like, if he's going to go out and make that kind of history, like, wouldn't he rather fight John Jones or at least try to get that fight? I think John would actually be somewhat intrigued by that idea, if we're being honest. I think John would be more intrigued about fighting Alex Pereira than he would Tom Aspinall. Dustin versus Luke, probably not. Raul Rosa's a UFC 300. I don't think so. There are t discussions that he's going to fight uh, on that Mexico City card. It's not done yet, um, but there are talks he's going to fight in Mexico City. Raul Rosa Jr., that is. I was at 292 great fights. I was there as well. Well, I wasn't at the card, but I was at everything else. Dustin's not fighting a lightweight anymore. Everyone's like, I don't know, man. Dustin, Dustin's not a big guy. Landscapers are coming through here. So just, we got to deal with it. 
Uh, any rumblings ahead after the Venom deal expires? I have not heard anything when it comes to that. Lozon versus Tony Ferguson at 300. Loser has to retire and the winner. I love that idea. I've been saying Tony versus Lozon like three losses ago for Tony. So... Man, they're loud. Which is super funny because, like, there's nothing to leaf blow. We already, like, swept everything up this morning. Hang tight. All right. Uh, did you see the report? Santini accepted a five-round main event for March against Benil. No, I saw some fake reports of that, though. So, yeah. Nick Diaz or Stan Hooker? No. John Anik jokes he'd like to borrow a fighter's body for a day. Who would you borrow? The most aesthetic Leon? No. Brock freaking Lesnar, baby. It's a funny-ass question, though. Uh, would Holloway have to be the biggest Ilya Tepori fan at 298 if he wants another featherweight championship reign? Uh, he's going to need to be a big Ilya Tepori fan for far longer than 298. What are they doing? Uh, because if Taporia beats Volk, he's getting a rematch. There's no doubt about it. Jamal back late April, apparently. I don't think so. We'll see. Dude, that's a bad... Like, the Achilles... Like, it takes a long time to come back from that. Like, if he fights in July... Like, that would be, like, a super-duper recovery. But I do think Jamal will fight this year. Um, I'm actually picking him to be light heavyweight champion at the end of the year. Leon, worst champ ever at 170? Eh, I don't think that's fair. Mazadal versus Nate 2 or Mazadal versus Askren 2? Jesus. I'd do the Askren fight. If it's MMA, I would do the Askren fight. Does Tatiana Suarez get a title shot this year? Yes, I think she will. I don't think she gets the next one, but I think... I think she gets it. Paca Porter versus Jorgen DeCastro. Let's go. We'll see what happens with, with Paca Porter. I think... I think Jorgen DeCastro is going to headline the next CES card. Um, I don't think Porter's going to do that. What about Alger versus Max? Alger's booked against Cater. 299 looks good. Any chance Kayla Harrison makes a move to the UFC before 300 and signs up to fight someone? Interesting. I don't know. I kind of think Kayla should just stay where she's at right now. She, I don't think the UFC is going to pay her anywhere near what the PFL's paying her. Um, Ani, hello, Mike. Some advice. Can I start the 24-hour fast? Yes. Uh, I think in hindsight, I would have done that myself. So uh, I just went right into the 72-hour one. 
But yes, I would do 24, then go 48, then go 72. Whatever number you choose, make sure you're super busy for it. That is probably the best advice I can give you. What if they reunited the main event fighters from 100 and 200 in the octagon of 300 for like a ceremony moment? This lazy bed is what I'm talking about. This is how we have fun. They should absolutely be doing this. Uh, 1,000%. They should do it like how the NBA celebrated their 75th anniversary. Like the top 75 players, the top 75 this. 10 best fights of all time. Like this is exactly what you should be doing on a card like this. Exactly what you should be doing. Do you think any of the champs that are fighting in January, February, March can make a quick turnaround for 300? Sean Strickland, certainly. I think if you gave Sean the chance, he would fight every month. So of all the fighters available, I would say Sean Strickland is probably the one I would have the most faith in. Even if he loses. Uh, one of the odds 300 is a massive disappointment. I don't think it'll be a massive disappointment. What else we got? WrestleMania 40 in Philly is April 6th and 7th. Basically kicks off 300 fight week. Yeah. Brock versus Cena 300. <laughs> Tim Kennedy versus Michael Bisbing two for 300. This is all right. Not now we're getting crazy. Someone asked about Yoel Romero yesterday, which I thought was kind of funny. Any thoughts on when Dana will announce the card? Dana said he's going to announce more fights on Tuesday. Is he going to say the main event? Probably not. Will we get a couple of prelim fights? Sure. I don't know. But yeah, I guess Dana said Tuesday he's going to announce more fights. Let's see. Let's take a few more. Uh, we'll go for like five or ten more minutes. What about guest referees and judges for 300? <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. Special guest ring announcer? That'd be fun. Special against corners, that'd be fun. I like those ideas. They're gonna have fights to get widespread attention to be sure we're not Moss and all brings anymore. I don't know if that's true. Um Mazel's still got a name. I don't think he's fighting at 300. I don't think his next fight's gonna be in MMA. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times, but I think he's boxed. I think he's going to box. I think he's going to box. I think the UFC will let him box. He'll probably box for his own promotion. And it'll probably be a card that will be on UFC Fight Pass or at least be available to be bought on UFC Fight Pass would be my guess. Uh, what's on your workout playlist? A lot of different things. Um, I'm a 90s hip-hop guy, first and foremost. I like 90s rock as well. There's a whole bunch of shit on there. 
but mostly old, older school stuff. Rousey versus Carano, it's time. I mean, that would get some attention, would it not? One of these book Nate versus Dun Nate's not in the UFC anymore. Nate is not under UFC contract. Now, could they sign him? Sure, but Nate has been working tirelessly for years to get out of this contract, and now he's out. He just made a floppity jillion dollars to go box Jake Paul in a fight that he lost, but still a lot of people are like, thought his stock rose. Why would he go back and make way less money when he could co-promote some big events and make a ton of money? He could go box Jorge Mazadal in Gamebred Boxing, and they could do a co-promoted Gamebred Boxing versus Real Fight Inc. event with the main event is Nate and Mazadal 2, which would do bonkers. And you just do a whole bunch of fights with the game bread boxers against the real fighting boxers. You do Chris Avila versus somebody, and you go from there. Like, why? It might say, like, do I think Nate, there's a world where Nate could fight in the UFC again? Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen to 300? No, I really don't. Again, as I have been saying on Twitter, for the last couple of weeks, there's not a lot the UFC can announce that would shock me. Nate Diaz fighting at UFC 300 would shock me. That would shock me. Dylan versus Gary at 300. No, I don't think so. But Dylan Dennis is going to be interesting. If, if Dylan is going to fight in the UFC this year, he's going to fight on the same card Connor fights on. Oh, God. Why did I put it out there? What else we got? What chest workouts do you do? Benching, push-ups, etc. cetera. Uh, I do CrossFit. So whatever gets mixed into that. So did like a million pull-ups today, if that helps. Maya Lesnar versus Bellamere. But that could be coming. Walkout props at 300, dude. That now this is what this is what I'm talking about. This is fun. This is fun. Fun entrances like WrestleMania style entrances. I'm cool with that shit. I'm cool with that. Highly unlikely, but UFC 300 one day tournament for the win. <laughs> one last ride. George still in a contract the UFC, yes, but. Yes. That's why he's not going to go to like BKFC and fight Mike Perry. That's why he's not going to go to PFL. That's why he's not going to box Jake Paul. But if he boxes in his own promotion that you could buy on Fight Pass, UFC will let him box. You know what I mean? Three hundred fights for UFC three hundred. <laughs> I think. Do I think Bo is overrated? God no. Uh, next big name to get signed by BKFC. Whew. I don't even want to say the answer. I think it's going to be because it's going to hurt my feelings. So I'm not even going to say it. 
I think you know where I'm going with this. Although Darren Till would be a good one. Do Darren Till versus Mike Perry at BKFC? Let's go. Chances one of the Paul brothers fight at UFC 300? Zero. All right, I'm ending the, the Diaz poll here. A little bit extra love for, for Nick. 68% uh, say no. Don't want to see Nick Diaz fight at UFC 300. UFC 300. What are you going to do for 301? Good question. When is 301? It'll be in May. I mean, May is usually like a, sh a shit pay-per-view anyways, is it not? Like 288 was in May. That card sucked. That was a terrible card. We knew it was going to be a terrible card. Bo's not overrated. Could current Bo beat Sean Strickland? God. All right, let's take a couple more. Will Wiley versus Jan happen in China needs to happen? I don't know. I don't know why it didn't happen before. Dante Mays versus Mo Usman rumor for UFC 300 main event. Heck versus Casey UFC 300? No, Casey, stretch my ass. All right, I think we've we've I think we've done enough here. I think we've done enough. We wanted to try it out today, and and we've done it. Let's see, rapid fire. Uh, we'll go two more minutes. We'll go two more minutes. Here we go. Uh, think we ever get UFC Africa? Yes. When? I don't know. Does Stong Yudong beat Piotr Jan? I'll say no. Could he? Yes. I think Piotr wins. He needs this one way more than Song does. UFC 274 is a man at a fire lineup didn't deliver the whole time but the car was stacked. Talking about this past year. One bold prediction for MMA this year. Thank you for asking that. Uh, I'm not going to say my answer now because I'm still thinking about it. But you will hear my answer on Sunday. On to the next one. Uh, AK and I's predictions extravaganza, 10 a.m. Eastern. Join us for that. Could Wayley versus John be one of the title fights for 300? I saw, I think, through MacLife, Dana is on vacation to Bali till Sunday, said Tuesday, matchmaker meeting, hopefully 300 fights from Nate. No, I mean, maybe. What if UFC 300 made a box, made 300 a boxing card? <laughs> UFC 300 won't be that great. Day of Reckoning, the most clear example ever that you just have to book the fight you want as a promotion instead of effing around and finding out. I mean, the UFC does this all the time, so. Could you give Luke and Brian... <laughs> I love those guys. Great show for the laundromat. That's why we're here, baby. That's why we're here. Do you think there will be a UFC 
slash power slap card. I'm saying, fuck, God, I hope not. I really hope not. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If they do that, then Power Slap is nowhere near as successful as Dana is saying that it is. Izzy versus Alex three, maybe. Over under 60 contracts. Uh, I'll say under, but not by much. Cruise fight, maybe. I don't know. All right. I think we're done. Thank you all very much. I hope you guys liked this. I had a blast doing it. So, yeah, we'll see how this all continues to roll. And if this is, you know, if the numbers end up being good in the in the rewatches and things of that nature, we will add this to the mix and we'll start doing some video stuff. In the meantime, we'll be back on Twitter on Tuesday and we'll do the normal show where I get to hear your voices a little bit, but I do like doing it this way as well. I think more people get to hop in, more people get to ask questions. We get to be a little more freewheeling and dealing, styling and profiling, uh, a la the Nature Boy Ric Flair. So thank you all very much. At least next week, we'll have a UFC card to look forward to. So like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell whoever good time so thank you all very much see you back on twitter tuesday 10 a.m eastern have a great rest of your friday have a great rest of your weekend and have a heck of a morning everybody you guys rule and we'll see you later on The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.